Guys, we gather here today to celebrate <laughs> love and uh, mourn its loss in this world because yeah. love is not real. <laughs> uh, because why is love not real? Davide and Ekansu have broken up. No! <laughs> it's a well, sad day for those of us who believe in the fiction of the show. Yeah. I mean, they really did live, move in with each other, right? Yeah. Uh, was it as business partners? Was it as lovers? I choose to believe it was lovers. I choose to believe it's both because a couple that grinds together ri- rises together. Rides together. Well, they want their 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 entrepreneurial grind sets. Yeah, you could say the same. Like they ride together. That's the same kind of deal as what you're saying. Anyway, how <laughs> soon do you think we're going to see one of them on Love Island? Oh, no. Hopefully not at all. Uh, hopefully they're both on to bigger and better things. I love the show, but hopefully I, hopefully they don't feel the need to go back. I feel like yeah. that would be not a... Uh, no offense to the alum who have come back, but I don't feel like it speaks very highly to their... Their career. Yeah. And I yeah, feel like it is a uh, you do want a post island career, and to be post island, <laughs> you need to not be on the island. <laughs> yeah, so escape that island mindset. You know what I'm saying? But I've he did post like two days ago. He posted him pulling himself out of pool, and he said, "I'm back." Sunglasses emoji, island emoji. I know. I was like, what the "Fuck!" <laughs> but we will get to uh, people coming back soon. And by soon, I mean at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this week, oh, I'm Brendan. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And you're listening to Disney Channel. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Follow us on Instagram at NotFriendshipIslandPod and DM us your, when you disagree with what we say. And then we'll see if we have the, the stones to back it up on air. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that it? Should we jump into it now? Rate and review us. Where yeah, you listen please. That, to uh, your podcast. That please. helps us a lot. Shout out to all of our UK listeners. We're like pretty big in UK. I don't want to brag or anything, <laughs> like, but <laughs> you kind of are bragging though. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> joking too. But anyway, uh, this we, this episode we were talking about episodes 24, 25, and 26 of Love Island UK season 10, also known as Week Four Part Two. Yes, Crushed ma'am. It first try. Let's go. You did go. so good. Let's so jump yeah, into let's it. Let's jump in. So, episode 24 begins right after Medi and Mal's dumping. And we see Whitney talking to the girls, and she is still so kind of shocked. And she's almost a little bit numb about like Medi leaving. She cries a lot. She broke my heart. And when, so you can see her sitting there with the girls, and she's like broken up about it. You can tell she's like, holding a lot of her emotions back and just tells her just let it out she can tell she's holding it in and whitney just starts like sobbing and i cried with her yeah (laughs) she was really letting it go i felt so awful hearing her sob like that she doesn't seem like the one to cry on tv lightly so yeah 
Um, and I just, I really like the friendship between Jess, Catherine, Ella, and Whitney. Even though Jess gets on my nerves and she's not always the best friend to some of them. Um, I really love their little girl group. Yeah. I think they would like me. Do you I, think? Yeah, I think so too. I don't think Jess likes anybody. I think Jess likes them. I think Catherine would like you. I think oh Whitney God, would like you. Oh my God, that's the those two liking me are like the biggest compliment. I'm so obsessed with. Ella, them. I'm not crazy. sure of. I yeah, I'm not sure of it either. But you know, I think Catherine... she'd be nice to my face. Sure. <laughs> sure. Anyway, we see a chat between Sammy and Jess, and Jess asks Sammy how he's feeling, and he says his head is everywhere. He says, uh, he says it a few times throughout their chats here that he's glad that they had a chat before everything happened like regarding leaving the door open with the two of them so that she doesn't think that they're kind of getting back to things just because mal left right she he doesn't want her and i think other people yeah to feel like he's like oh well jess is my other option now my only option now which is funny because he accuses somebody else of you know something similar but it's fine it's fine. But we're going to act like we didn't see that. Yeah, right. At least for now. Um, and Jess says that she hopes that he's okay. And in his talking head, he says that he would be lying if he said he was done with Jess. And don't worry. We know. We <laughs> see a chat with Aaliyah and Montel. Montel says he's grateful he's still there. He was scared because he didn't know what way the vote was going to go. And he says that he's super happy he's still there with her. And... At first, I was like, I feel like it says a lot when a bomb, especially like the most recent bomb, makes it through their first audience vote, especially like a favorite boy, favorite girl thing, because, you know, you don't have that much time to really build up any kind of relationship with the audience. Mm -hmm. But it's also hard to say if that came from, you know, the audience really resonating with Montel or if it just was how done the audience was with Maddie. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It could go It may maybe it's a little bit of both. Who I would, knows? I would like to think it's a little bit of both. Zach uh says that in regards to the kiss that he didn't have with Katie, the attempted kiss on the terrace, he says that rejection changes a man. He still looks like the same fool to me. And then he said uh, being rejected makes him want it more. So sounds like someone should call 911 or 111 or whatever, whatever the emergency line is in the UK, because that is a scary thing to say. Not serious. I mean, I don't think he's like seriously scary, but it's a weird fucking thing. To no, say. I, it's like it's this, he's he just needs to prove how much of a man he is yeah. and how much he could win her over. And mm-hmm. like. He looks like a little baby little nerd these couple episodes. Yeah, because of how much he wants it from Katie. Just because he's dealing with two very strong women, and Mm -hmm. I don't think he's used to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of tripping over his words, a lot of like, do do you, you, yeah, I I agree. Uh, Bedtime, we see poor Wit has to sleep alone. I felt so bad for her. I felt so bad for her. Just this first night. It's not like she can't handle being on her own. She said that multiple times. She's fine on her own. But I just feel bad after she's, like, going through all these emotions and all the buildup of everything. I just, 
I just feel sad seeing her alone. Yeah. I don't need tough. to see her with a man. I wish she was just like, you know, having a slumber party with Catherine or Ella or something. Or, you know, Jess, because <laughs> she wouldn't go sleep by herself one of these nights. Oh. Is that next episode? I, I think it's next episode. We'll get there. Um, In the morning, uh, like first thing in the morning, Zach says he doesn't want to imagine living life without Mitch. Um, he'll be changing his tune in a day, but yeah. <laughs> that's fine. When asked, Wit says her plan of attack is that she knows she wants to talk to Zach and she's like kind of like maybe-ish on Montel at first because she knows that Montel and Leah are like getting closer to being like pretty solid, mm-hmm. uh, but she does say that she will chat to him. And the rest of the debriefs are just kind of like check-ins on the couples, which are all pretty relaxed at the moment. And you could tell that this whole episode was going to be kind of like that we have a lot of like establishing things between couples um because we knew with this week that casa was coming up so a lot of this was like let's establish something for these couples let's give let's give you something to break exactly (laughs) uh we see another chat with jess and sammy um Sammy's saying, like, at least I'm not left in here with no connections. We can finish what we started. We can carry on. All that kind of thing. Um, Jess says that she, beforehand, she didn't know where they stood. And, you know, at the very least, she, like, needed some kind of closure. Sammy says that even though he was happy with Mal, he did still have feelings for her. And, again, they start saying, first of all, I don't like the saying it's early doors. That confuses me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they start saying that it's early days again. Yeah. Does it have to be? Because you guys have were coupled up for quite a while before. Yeah. And it doesn't seem productive to start completely over. I mean. I don't know. When They clearly don't. But Yeah. But That's, it's such a defense mechanism for some of them to say yeah. it, too. I think it's it's the excuse of like. Why are you asking? Yeah. Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's like when uh, my friends come over and they're like, have you eaten yet? And I go, why? <laughs> I could eat. I could. I, that, <laughs> I, it, technically, that is an answer. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying yes or no, but I could eat. <laughs> that's exactly what that, that's. It's early days. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, next, we see Whitney pull Montel and... She talks a little bit about what she wants, and she says she wants to be herself, in control of her emotions, have a man not shift how she feels, and it seems like she's definitely speaking a little bit to how she felt when she was with Mehdi. Mm-hmm. She says she isn't the kind of person that can be affectionate with somebody right away, and that she's a little bit more of a slow burner. Um, when asked what his plan of attack is, Montel says his plan is to just keep making Leah smile. I know it was kind of sweet. He does look like he's falling asleep in this chat, which is so (laughs) funny because we see the a bunch of other Islanders, and man, Tyreek is such a little shit stirrer. I swear to God, I can't handle him. (laughs) Because we see him as well as a bunch of the other Islanders and Leah, like watching this conversation from across the way, and they, I can't tell if they're like trying to be funny or if they're trying to get in her head or they really are seeing it this way, but they're trying to make Leah feel like this chat is going crazy well and that they're feeling each other. They're like, look at the, look at I the think, body language. I M- think they were doing it like very obviously kidding. I don't know if Leah got that. 
Uh, but she did have a good comeback, though. Yeah. She's like, it, it doesn't bother me like it bothers you, Ty. Oh, yeah, I did love She's that. She's like, I can manage my emotions. <laughs> I love that from Leah, honestly. Yeah. Um, the, I, w- I wrote one note about this episode <laughs> it because that. it's boring, and it's like, that was kind of funny. That was my note. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm tapped out for the rest of the episode. <laughs> for the rest of this episode, uh, we see Leah grab Montel right after this chat, and she asks how it went. And Montel says that it was very much just a friend type of thing. He does say that Whitney is slash was interested, but she, at least he thinks she knows it's not there. And Leah brings up that since Whitney is now single, there's definitely intention behind this chat. And she wants to know if it's reciprocated. And Montel, you know, lets her know that it's not. So it is nice to see a couple that's not, like, walking, like, just, like, the borderline of, like, yes and no on, like, an answer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For somebody to ask, like, is it reciprocated? Are you open to it? And to not just have a, you know, it's early days. And I know yeah. that you would talk to a new person if I'm they walked yeah, in. I'm so, not, like, I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give her the time of day. Yeah. Like, thank yeah. you, Montel, for just kind of, like, giving a more straightforward nope, answer. it's not. And to be fair, he's not lying. No. He showed less than no interest yeah. in every single conversation he's had with Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it cool. looked like him. he was falling asleep in that chat. And even the last chat they had he was like no we're friends <laughs> like um and then jess gets a text that there is a couple's dinner and whitney and sammy have to cook because they're single ain't that a kick right in the teeth <laughs> yeah rough and uh next it's night and they they come down to the kitchen to get ready to prepare this dinner and i I am convinced neither of these two are prepared to do anything in a kitchen. And the Whitney menu... was talking mad shit like she knows how to cook. <laughs> well, the menu is spaghetti and ice cream sundaes. Well, it's a spag ball. I think it's like spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Were you for quizzing some reason... me? No. I don't know Liar? Why... I don't know why British people call it spag ball. Why not? It's like a common... I don't know. It's bo- it's I feel bolognese. as though you were quizzing me. I was not quizzing you. Cook man. Okay. You knew what it was. So did I. So did you. I wasn't <laughs> quizzing you. I don't know why you I just think the word spagball is funny and I wanted to say it. You don't have to take it personally. It's too late. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It's early doors. Um, so we see them. I don't want to say cooking this meal. We see them preparing whatever this is. They overcooked the pasta so much that like, they called it pasta mush. I have mash. Pasta mash. I sorry. have never seen somebody fail at cooking noodles like that. It's so, it's like, I don't know. It's it, easy. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was so overcooked. It was he, like, all stuck to, what did you, you say? It was, they put like. To present to make it look pretty mm-hmm. on TV, they just had it all in a, a uh, like a pa- pot with no water. Yeah, he just starts pour- pouring oil over it. I know. Uh, Josh and I were watching, and I was like, "Surely he's gonna put water in after." Is that the weirdest thing? You know, I've, people put oil yeah. in their water so it doesn't stick. Although you shouldn't. I'm sure that that's true, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a weird thing to do. But just, I was like, did he ever put water in? No, it wouldn't have gotten like that if he didn't put some water in. Yeah. But yeah, but- they end up calling it 
pasta mash to disguise the mushy pasta noodles, which look... I awful. can't tell you how terrible it is. You looks. know how long you have to overcook noodles to make it mush like that? Yeah, I've done it once or twice when I forgot I was making noodles. <laughs> right, yeah, you have to forget you're yeah. making noodles. <laughs> uh, the couples come down and they sit down, they wait for their meal. Uh, Sammy and Whitney serve the meal, and Jess right away <laughs> looks at it. She says, What the fuck is this? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I, I wrote, it's so crazy that they were allowed to serve this. I, like, can't believe it. We see some of the people eating it, which is the craziest part. And there were people through this that, because they called it pasta mash, that they thought that there were potatoes under there. And they yeah. were like, how did you how did you do this? Like, with the potatoes and everything. They're like, we'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> so they really fooled some people. Yeah. Um, we see some of the Islanders chat. One of the cringy ones was with Zach and Katie. She says something that like brings up his age at one point. He's like, never bring up my age. She's like saying this playfully. He mm-hmm. thinks it's funny. And then she calls him like a little boy. And then he like, he gets all like giggly and giddy. And he's like, he calls her the older woman. Remember, she's 27. <laughs> he is 26. <laughs> they really like this age play thing, though, for sure. Yeah, don't say age play. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Age <laughs> play is something else. <laughs> Although kind of the same. Okay. Well, next we see Montel and Leah. They're having... I keep feeling like... And I said this when we were just watching the most recent episode. I feel like Montel wants to close it off and really lock it down with Leah. But he's, like, scared to. Yeah, he doesn't want to look like a bitch, I think. And he certainly doesn't want to do it too soon. And he doesn't want to do it unless he knows Leah is going to, like, reciprocate it. Mm -hmm. Because in this chat, he's, like, saying that he only has eyes for her. And she, likewise, is saying that she's not been interested in somebody the way she's interested in him in a long time. She says she makes, uh, he makes her feel shy and they both say that they're very early in their journey, but they can see something serious in each other. So, yeah, for like our newest couple to be like one of the most stable. Kind of crazy. Um, And now it's time for the Sundays, which should be extremely hard to fuck up. And I don't think that they fucked them up. They're fine. I mean, they're ice cream Sundays. Mm-hmm. You could pile anything on them and they're still going to look like an ice cream Sundae. So we see another chat with Sammy and Jess, and uh, Jess asks why the dinner was so heinous. I love how uh, how hard she is on this dinner because nobody else was. I watched people eating it, and I feel like somebody needed to remind them of how terrible it was. Um, Jess says that she feels like they've picked back up where they were, um, and Sammy says it doesn't feel like there's any weirdness there. So they're very much back on track. And then we see Whitney pull Zach, and... Zach asks if spaghetti mash is her specialty. She blames Sammy. Um, She's a little bit flirty with Zach. He compliments her outfit. He says he likes brown. Um, And she asks his type. He says he doesn't really know, but physical attraction has to be there. Somebody with banter, that whole thing. And Zach brings up that, you know, she was with Medi this whole time. You know, they hadn't really chat. This is like their first real chat. Mm-hmm. And she says she's and a remember that this is the first chat they've ever had. Correct. The first chat that they've ever had. I don't think that there's any intention behind this chat. It's just like, well, maybe for Whitney's I think single. Whitney's, I think Whitney's trying to get some get some. <laughs> I think she's trying to feel out if there's anything there. That's the mm-hmm. intention, I think. I don't 
mean to say that she is trying to get with Zach right now. I think she's yeah, trying she's to feel out if the there's field. something there. Yeah, and she's single. That's what she's supposed to do. <clears throat> so uh, she says that she's a loyal babe. He says he's learning to be loyal and that he is ready for it. Right. They're both very chilled out, though, so the conversation moves slow, but it doesn't feel awkward to watch for me. Do you know what he does a lot? It's so fucking annoying. What's that? He just repeats the last word that you said to him, but he does the thing where he rubs his hands <laughs> I wish together you could and... hear the sound of, of you rubbing your hands together. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> she asks what his situation is with Katie, and he, of course, says it's early days, and he says that he'll pull her again for a chat. And the chat... And the episode ends with her saying, it's Whitney, bitch. It's so weird the way the episode ends. It's so abrupt. It's mm-hmm. so, like, the, it was weird. The the episode before had ended just at the end of the night, which doesn't typically happen. This one ends in the middle of Whitney saying, it's Whitney, bitch. Um, and then we're on episode 25, so. A bit of a nothing episode. Yeah, yeah. It's not It's not much there. This one's a little even bit. If, even if we didn't know Casa was coming, mm-hmm. like, it, this was a pretty big indication that Casa was coming. Yeah, exactly. So, episode 25 opens the same night with a chat between Mitch and Katie. <clears throat> and he does his foolproof uh, flirting, which is just talking shit about the person that they're with. <laughs> yeah, he asks how her date was at the little like dinner date he asks how the date was and she says it was nice and he's like oh that doesn't sound convincing and then he starts acting like he like really knows her and he's like you know how i can tell you're lying it's the eye contact it's like you don't know her well enough to know if she's lying i know that there are certain telltale signs that like people say are like indicators of deception but like but the, all that's not real <laughs> and he just he phrases it in a way that he's like I know you, okay? When you do this, I know you're like, it's like, you mm-hmm. don't know her, bitch. You don't know her. He's a lot older. He's a lot wiser. He's been around longer. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Katie says that every chat that her and Zach are having are getting better and better, but their last chat didn't flow as much. Their one at dinner, it seems like, to her, uh, was... You know, not the same. Which is like, and then her whole world crumbles around that fact. I know. It's like the most dramatic, like he had an awkward conversation. And like, she acknowledges it here that it wasn't a great conversation. Like she acknowledges it. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can admit that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's all. Put a pin in it. Okay. (laughs) Mitch asks her who her top three are and she's like listen you need to let this top three thing go and he's like oh i see what the problem is <laughs> what's your top two <laughs> he did say that oh yeah. my god and she's like dude chill <laughs> she's like her mind doesn't work like that she says i'm attracted to zach i'm getting to know him right now i'm not closed off but that's that's where my mind is right now i'm talking to one person i'm getting to know them and i will go from there um, Mitch is insisting she must be closed off because she hasn't gotten to know him. Yeah. <laughs> Either you're closed off or you're a lesbian because there's <laughs> no other reason you wouldn't want to get to know me, Mitch, <laughs> the coolest guy in here. I'll be honest. Mitch starts to endear himself to me through this episode in the I weirdest know, way. Dude. He's like, um, no, I can't say that. <laughs> oh no. What were you going to say? Just. Do the Lichter tit. 
This is like, uh, nah, it's fine. I already did the lictor tit in my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Trying to be a better person here, okay? Sure. Um, I think I'm starting to endear myself to Mitch a little bit because we talked recently about how I have acknowledged the fact that I have a real love of himbos and he's not he's not your normal everyday himbo but some of the things he said in this last episode kind of gave me a little bit of that energy I'll be honest okay <laughs> um we see Tyreek ask Zach about his chat with Whitney and he's really weird about it honestly he says he'll probably chat to her again he isn't going to close it off and this is where he says that weird comment about like one girl is too close to zero oh, that I God. didn't understand at first. Yeah. You had to explain it to me because I thought he was saying like one of the girls I'm talking to on some type of scale that I certainly didn't understand was too close to the zero side. Mm, no, you're saying like <laughs> you need more than one girl. And then Ty's like, absolutely you do. And I was like, Jesus. cool, have fun in Casa, idiot. <laughs> he will, though. He will have fun at Casa. I can't wait for him to, like, laugh at Ella's feelings after they get mm -hmm. back together from Casa. And can't she forgives wait. him. Um, back, back at the chat with Mitch and Katie, he tells her that Zach said the convo was dry. And though she does also, almost right after, say the convo was dry... She can't believe that he would have said that. She's yeah. kind of like, he said that? And then she's like, I guess it was dry, though. But he really said that? <laughs> he said it was dry? You just confronted him about how awkward the conversation was. That was the pin. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Do we do we need the pin still? or should You I can take it? it out. Okay, I did. <laughs> Put it back and on my then... cork board. <laughs> Mitch says, jokingly but stupidly, um, things just aren't going well with Zach and you just need to grovel back to me. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she laughs because it's a joke back to you. Right. That's what I said. Back to him. When was she ever entertaining things with him? Oh, you have no idea. They had a connection. Next, we see Whitney chatting to some of her girls, plus Scott, who is an honorary girl in the group. About her chat with Zach, she doesn't really reveal too much to them, but she says it was a good conversation, and she is going to chat to him again tomorrow. We see Zach come over to the chat that Mitch and Katie are having, and Mitch leaves. He's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> I've, I've put my foot in my mouth enough. Yeah, for now. Uh, she brings up that their uh, their conversation at the date, uh, the dinner date, was the most awkward that they've had so far. And she asks if he thinks it was just a bad convo or if they're just, like, really different. He says he doesn't know. And you can see Katie doesn't like getting the answer, I don't know. She has, like... A... She has a really hard time here. Yeah, that. she has a really hard time. She wants... Katie needs all of the information available to her or unavailable to her and immediately as and immediately. soon as anything happens she needs to be in the loop or she melts Preferably the before, down. before it happens even. yeah i get that she doesn't want to look like a mug you know but like she's looking a bit like a mug right now though, she's looking problem. a little muggy um she says to zach that she dates uh with the future in consideration not just for fun which maybe is something that they don't have in common 
And she tells him in a way that she seems like she's trying to have a semi-serious conversation. She's like, I think we're really different. And he's like, you do look nice today. (laughs) Yeah. No, but you do look nice, though. (laughs) Yeah, we get it. Pretty spot on, though. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. Nah, fam. Broski. (laughs) Bros. If he says broski one more fucking time. Come on, broski. The fuck? I don't know the last time I heard somebody say that before him. I don't know. We they see... move differently over there in the UK. I guess so. We see Tyreek telling Zach he's trying to like pump him up a little bit here, I think. He's saying that he's overthinking his chats with Katie, which I do agree with that. I definitely think he's thinking, which is a hard thing for me to say about Zach because I don't think he thinks very often. But I do think he's getting in his head about his chats with Katie. Yeah. Um, and I really think it's because she's a year older. <laughs> I don't he's think he knows. He's having a really hard time He with doesn't that. know what to do with that. Um, and he says the reason that she is not, quote unquote, rizzed up right now, <laughs> the way that Molly and Catherine were, is because he's overthinking it. He says, you are the big man, Zachariah. Shut up. <laughs> and <laughs> that he needs to be confident. And it doesn't matter that they're from different worlds, which they're not. And I wrote, I don't know how I feel about this pep talk. I don't like Ty. <laughs> I was going to continue, but I feel like that's... I think that's enough. <laughs> He's just like living vicariously through these guys now at this point. Yeah. Which is not a good sign. But like... also judging them if it looks like they're weighing their options. Which is straight up the only thing Ty did the first four weeks. Up until yesterday. Like, yeah, like an episode ago nearly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. At bedtime, we see Jess ditch Mitch to go sleep in the doghouse. She says she just wants to be on her own. But I do think it's interesting that it's the second time a woman has gone to go sleep by herself, not with another person. Instead to of get Mitch. away from yeah. being in the bed with me. Yeah, you could sleep with Sammy. <laughs> you both yeah, could go I, outside and sleep together. I feel like if she would have asked Sammy to go sleep outside, I feel like he would have done it. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know, but... I, just... I wonder if it was like a move to be like, hey, Sammy, I'm going to go... I'm going to go not sleep in Mitch's bed. You think it was more for Sammy than for herself? No, I think she was like, hey, Sammy. Oh. I'm not going to. I don't want to sleep with to Mitch see tonight. see if he would offer yeah. for them to sleep in the same bed? Maybe. Yeah. But if I were Sammy and I've been sleeping, <laughs> I've been sharing a bed with someone for three weeks, four weeks, mm-hmm. I'd be like, maybe I do want to sleep in my own bed, too. Well, to be fair, maybe that's what Jess was feeling. Yeah. In the morning, uh... We see Katie brings up Zach and Whitney's chat. And Ella says that Whitney said it was a good conversation, but at the moment it was more of like a friendly chat. Katie says, if, and I think this was in a talking head, just to be clear. Katie says that if Zach says he is more open to Whitney, she will open herself up more to Mitch. Which is... Stick a pin in it! (laughs) Stick a pin in it. I'm just kidding. You don't have to stick a pin in that. No, you should. I mean, she doesn't say it to somebody, but she does think it's ridiculous that that could have been a notion she said later. Right. But I think you should still stick a pin in it. You know what? If you've got a spare pin, go ahead. Uh, do you know what my aunt, my great aunt would always say? What's up? If, like, you offer her, her something. Jean. Jean. Okay. Aunt Jean. 
if you offered her something like, hey, do you want mm-hmm. some food? Yeah. She'd always go, well, if you got some to spare. <laughs> and so if you have a pin to spare, mm-hmm. stick it right in there. That one's for you, Aunt Jean. Yeah. May you rest in peace. Oh. Mitch says in his debrief chat with Sammy that he told Katie that she used to be in his top three. But since she has only been spending her time and energy on Zach, she has fallen out of his top three. I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, first of all, is not something he said. And I'm on board with Katie at this point. I think he needs to leave the top three behind. Yeah, it's it's not a real thing. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Do you know who Chris Chan is? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of when he was like be- when he was at college and like he got in trouble for putting his attraction signs. I'm really hey, if you guys don't know anything about Chris Chan, I'm sorry for the next minute and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I know about him, but I'm not going to know anything you're referencing. But go on. So when he was in college, he used to put up signs saying looking for a girlfriend. Oh, dear. And these signs would be like, must be attractive, must be skinny, must be white. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got Wait, in trouble. Put up signs like around his a ca- campus, like one of the ones that you would like tear a piece off of or something. Probably type yeah. of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he got in trouble, and so like the dean wanted to speak to him, <laughs> and he basically wrote an email saying like, "Listen, I don't want to do this meeting, <laughs> so I'll stop the signs <laughs> and I will bump you up two scales on my respect scale." <laughs> And it's like zero being no respect, 14 being full respect. And obviously Dean was like, yeah, we're still having this meeting. <laughs> that's what that's what his top three reminds me of. He's like, well, you were in my top three, but right. then you fell out. When asked in the debriefs, Whitney says that something could bloom with her and Zach. They're both from London. They both have the same kind of banter and chat. So she says that they have some things in common. Scott says in the debriefs that him and Catherine have gotten a lot closer. And likewise, in in her chat, Catherine's saying that they're, like, revealing layers of each other. They're seeming to really like getting to know each other. And I think it's getting to a point where it's a little bit scary for Catherine, she says, because she's really starting to like him. Mm -hmm. And then we see that that's the end of the debriefs. And Sammy and Tyreek are talking to Zach about Mitch talking to Katie and the fact that he didn't talk to Zach first and how it's not respectful. You know, which is right. like a thing that we've talked about from other seasons. It's like somebody pulling someone you're chatting with and like how you should pull the other per- It's like a whole thing. And honestly, I've seen both sides of the whole thing. And do you know what's crazy? What's that? Both sides are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Because Katie also has an issue with this. Yeah, <laughs> True. And she has an issue with Zach having an issue with it. She's got nothing but issues this episode. Hey, I'm, I'm the rule of thumb has never been thumbier. Okay, the rule of thumb needs to trim its nails at this point. Oh, because it's so big. <laughs> never trust an alum. Oh right, yeah. Rule because of thumb. I don't trust her at all. I think she's just causing shit to cause shit. You know what's so she's weird? She's crying on TV just to get more TV time, which I get. Like, I'll cry on TV. When you were talking about the thumb thing and, like, the thumbnail, all I was thinking of, have you ever just, like, seen somebody with, like, the really long pinky nail? Mm-hmm. And you just, like, know it's... For Cho Chain? For Coke. Cho Chain? Cho Chain. Cho Chan? No. Okay. 
How? Do you know that's like uh, like a crazy name? What? Cho Chan. It's a crazy name. Cho Chang was that was that her Cho name? Cho Chang. I think Cho that Chang. Was, yeah. Apparently, that's like super racist. It seemed like it. <laughs> like it Cho Chang seemed- are both they're both like last names, oh. so that's like you know calling someone. What nationality was she supposed to be? Do you know? She was. Was she supposed to be Korean or Japanese? Mm-hmm. I don't know what she was. I think. As J.K. An- Rowling was probably just like, I don't know, Asian. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I was going to say, as an avid K-drama watcher, I don't, you don't see a lot of right. Chang as a surname. Yeah. But. I think it's, I don't know. She's pro- Oriental is what she said, probably. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I was talking I about- said, You said co- cocaine, <laughs> and I said Cho Chain, and you said Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> Uh, Zach pulls Mitch to the fire pit and he asks him what the crack is. And if you notice the way it spells crack when it's like, yeah, when it's like, what's I've going se- on? I've seen that before. I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, C-R-A-I-C. Yeah. I was like, what is that? Um, Mitch says that he pulled Katie and told her that she shouldn't have put all of her eggs in one basket with Zach straight away. And he says he kind of phrases his whole conversation with Katie that it was all about gathering intel, seeing where her head was at for Zach. It's exactly what he did with Jess and yeah. Sammy. He's like, I'll go talk to her. And Sammy's like, okay. Sure, buddy. Yeah. I was just trying to. At one point, he literally said middleman. Mm. He's like, I was being a middleman. Yeah, he does. Okay, don't. <laughs> no one that? asked you to have you tried not being a middleman in my relationship <laughs> zach says if you want to chat to somebody's girl just tell them first and mitch says he says it numerous times like the chat wasn't supposed to go that way and that's not how the chat was supposed to be and he says he did not mean to capitalize on the bad chat that zach and katie had but he definitely did. He did. Right? Let's be clear on he, that. The whole, t- the whole, this whole chat, he's just like, oh, man. <laughs> he's like, I fucked this up I did so it again. bad. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. I just say stuff, dude. <laughs> and I understand why that was endearing to you. Because yeah. it was kind of endearing to me. He's like, oh, fuck. He says, Mitch says that he has to own what he did, but then he says he doesn't even know what he did, you know? (laughs) He's like, man, I'm so sorry for lying or not lying. (laughs) And I do kind of believe him. I don't think he knows what he did, and not even in a way that, like, he doesn't know the repercussions of his actions. Just I truly think he doesn't know what he did. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe that's silly of me. But I also don't think what he did was that bad, so I don't care. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zach then goes to talk to Katie, and he lets her know that he spoke with Mitch. And- Which Katie had a problem with. <laughs> yeah. He also says he doesn't want to make a mountain of a mole hole. <laughs> a mole hole. <laughs> That's funny. Is that a saying over there, you guys? I don't guys? think so. I've been watching a lot of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And there's a character, Jax, who has, like, these, like, Jaxisms, And that sounds like something he would say. Like, he said something like... <laughs> he puts his pants on two feet at a time like everyone else. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Shooting bullets in a fish of barrel. I'm just going to say the last one. I'm going to kill two birds with 13 stones. <laughs> what does that even mean? After he says that, his own form of Jacksism, he asks Katie what her chat was about with Mitch yesterday. And she says that he said to explore her options and the whole thing about their chat being dry. <clears throat> Zach says right away that he didn't say that. And to be fair, I don't think he used those words. Do you remember what he said when he had gone over to the boys? Nah, I think if anything, he was just like, oh, man, she's really giving it to me hard. Now I got to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, like It if- was something we it was just something about how like the conversation he definitely didn't say dry. I don't even think he said bad, just that it was like a weird like their date was hard to read, I think is what he said. Right. I think and, he said she's hard to read. And here's another thing that just happened that she's a hypocrite about. She did not mention at all the fact that he was hitting on her. Right. What which, Mitch was hitting on her? Yes. Yeah. Which, if you know anything about how she operates, <laughs> she needs to know everything. And honesty is the most important thing. <clears throat> right. She needs and she needs to know every little detail. Yes. And she left out a pretty big detail. Yeah. So, hypocrite. Yeah, it's hard to say if she just didn't want there to be, like, like a fight between Mitch and Zach about it. But, I mean, like, you know, right away, Zach grabs Mitch for another chat anyway. So, it's mm-hmm. still a thing. And he asks Mitch if he told Katie that he said their chat was dry. And he just goes, oh, <laughs> beans, I did say that. I did it again, oh, huh? shit. <laughs> and he says, yeah, but he didn't mean it like that. And he asked, he's like, can I please just explain myself? And then he just explains exactly what he said, which is kind of what Zach knew he said. Um, I think he's pretty honest when he explains what he said, but he continues to say he didn't mean it like that. And he was just trying to get Intel and Zach says he hates being in any type of irrational, dumb drama. And at this point I actually was like, this isn't drama. This is cause I, you know how silly I was in the past. I was like, Katie's cool. She doesn't even care. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then do you know what, uh, Mitch says? What is he saying? You're my priority. My God. He's got he's down bad for Zachariah. <laughs> he's like, you're my priority. Like, all I care about is you. And to I was be like, fair, he doesn't have any other prospects. That's a good point. <laughs> Except for Katie in his mind. Right. And Zach says that he's not calling Mitch a snake, but that he's doing some snaky shit. And Mitch says that he was just trying to give Katie a pep talk. And Zach's like, she's a grown woman. She doesn't she's, need a pep talk. No, he does not say that. I know, but like. He says, she says she's a 27-year-old woman. I know. I feel like that's what he. If he wasn't so stuck on the fact that she's probably like nine months older than him, he would have said she's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. She's a grown woman. She doesn't need a pep talk from. uh from Mitch. Not that that's what he was doing anyways, but she, she truly doesn't. And then Mitch and Katie chat and Mitch says to her now that his intention was to see where she was at. And so she asks, because this is the only part of any of this that she cares about. Mm-hmm. So did Zach not say the chat was dry? And Mitch is like, uh, I made it sound I don't worse. know, man. He says I made it sound worse than it was. Um... 
he's getting much more comfortable with saying that he's the problem in some of these situations. Yeah, because people are calling him out. And yeah, and like, what like, choice does he have? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, we see Montel talking to Whitney, and he asks her what she thinks of Scott and Catherine and what he feels like her uh, Scott's intentions are. And Whitney says that she thinks his intentions are pure from what she's seen of the two of them together. And she's like, you obviously don't think that because you're asking this. And he's like, yeah, no one else thinks that they're genuine either. And while this is talking about, we see the same topic being chatted about with Ty, Ella, and some of the others. Um, Like Sammy, Zach, Jess are over there. And Ella asks Tyreek why he feels the way he does, which is that he doesn't think Scott is genuine. And he says that Scott's reactions are not genuine. And when you like someone, you don't act, quote unquote, like that. How would you know? I know. I'm sorry. Maybe Tyreek isn't the right person to be saying how you act when you like someone. And he even admits that. So it's so crazy. I do not know what what starts his issue with scott and literally he's like yeah just the way he acts like he was like yeah Catherine and i are going really good like shut up and i was like, like what are what you the fuck he just said they were good and that's what you're taking an issue with it's so weird and then jess like jess like chimes in she's like ella you haven't seen what he's like in the boy's bedroom what does that mean she doesn't expand on that also the boys bedroom they it's the they all share the same bedroom i just think he means like when the boys are together right like locker room talk but i don't know what she means by that and also like jess is really close like that girl group that i talked about before they seem really close they're like always together so if jess felt a certain way it doesn't seem like she's brought it up to Catherine. so yeah but you know jess as soon as she gets a flicker of doubt in anyone it's done it's over yeah but like she's also in the past seemed pretty comfortable with voicing her concerns so it's weird how just like obnoxiously gossipy and like hush hush gossipy they seem to all be about this scott and Catherine issue mm-hmm. and apparently sammy tyreek jess they can just tell they can just tell because scott just says things and ella's like uh maybe he's just saying how he's feeling and the boys are like that's gay <laughs> no way <laughs> Ella tells them at the end of the day, their opinions don't matter because Scott and Catherine are the ones in the couple and they know how they feel. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Scott and Catherine are on the other side of the villa. They can very much tell that this chat that the group is having they is can, about like, them. They can hear this. Yeah, they can hear it happening. And Catherine starts to get upset and she, you know, she doesn't like the feeling of separation and isolation and Scott just being like not included with all the stuff with the boys. Mm-hmm. Catherine says to him that maybe they took something he said the wrong way. And she's like, I just wish if that was the case, they would just bring it to you and not just whisper about you pretty much. And like, just exclude him from everything, which obviously, you know how I feel about people not being included in things. It's very sad to see. Yeah. And then Sammy and Whitney get texts that they get to choose um, a girl and a boy to go on a date with. Uh, Because they're the single ones. So Sammy obviously chooses Jess and Whitney chooses Zach. And their dates are like so many of the dates often are. It is a little table with champagne next to a cliffside. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> Pretty sure there's like knock on people's doors. <laughs> I am like, think hey, so. can I can I just use this your your villa for a little bit? <laughs> Um, for Jess and Sammy's date, Sammy asks if Jess is happy to like be back together. She playfully is like, maybe. Jess says that time really did help the two of them. Sammy says that he couldn't get over the fact that they weren't coupled up. And I do feel like Sammy really likes Jess. But I just think he's going to have a problem with like seeing his physical type that Mm -hmm. he's talked about being so important to him like i feel like he's gonna see that in casa and i just don't know if he's gonna be able to like remember the like obvious emotional bond that he's kind of built with jess yeah and we 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 said this about callum in the australian season but he and and ty (laughs) i think uh suffer from a lack of object permanence yeah and sammy and sammy Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, uh, it's going to be a big old game of peekaboo for them. <laughs> um, for Zach and Whitney's date, Zach says that he was shocked that she picked him, but he's glad. He can't be that shocked. Who else would Whitney pick? And Whitney says that she didn't hear much laughter on Zach's date the night before. And he says that he would eat that dinner again. Which is the craziest thing that he says on this date. <laughs> I think he was just joking. It's not funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I'm so terrible. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whitney says that she's looking for someone to grow with, but she doesn't want to like grow into like one person. She wants to be in a couple where like the two people are very much like comfortable with being themselves and like doing their own thing, but like feeling really comfortable like coming together on things. Which I get. That was my biggest problem. That's why my relationships have ended. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach also says that that sounds like the perfect situation. And, like, I agree. And he says he's getting to a place where he definitely wants something more serious. He said that a few times. He's shown... He's shown <laughs> no actual. He, yeah, like, he wants someone more serious, someone who will be the first person he hasn't cheated on. Right. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Ideally. Yeah. As long as she doesn't make him want to cheat. Mm-hmm. Back at the villa, <laughs> Catherine asks Katie how she feels about Zach going on this date. And she wasn't acting like it bothered her before and i actually like didn't think it was but like you can see it start to really get to her here and she says she's starting to feel really weird because like her and zach kiss and cuddle in bed and Catherine says that whitney still has not said if it's like a friend or something more between her and zach because they have only had one other conversation so far one other conversation yep just two conversations all together all together and then it's nighttime, and um, the Islanders who were on the dates come back mid-toast. And Sammy tells the other boys about his date. He says it was unreal. He says that they got a lot deeper. And I know Sammy is, like, always smiling, but he's, like, kind of big-time cheesing it. Yeah, for sure. Date. And Jess, likewise, says the same thing to the girls. And Whitney tells the girls that she had a good date. She said they're going to continue to see where the conversations go. And Zach, on the other side, tells the boys that it was not forced and it went well. And Ty asks if the convo with Whitney flowed better than with Katie. And he said 100%. Well, it's so weird because he did this leading thing where Mm -hmm. he's just like, I'm going to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Did 
did the conversation with Whitney 100% definitely flow better? No, because than... Zach answered 100%. I know, but trust me, that's what he said. He was like, no, you can tell that Ty wants him to lean more towards Whitney. I, but like he at the end of it, it wasn't even a question. He was like, the conversation with Whitney definitely flowed more. Like the way he phrased it was something like that. It was ridiculous. But it's also like he's comparing this the one weird, awkward conversation mm-hmm. that they had out of many conversations that they've had so far to right. a single conversation out of two that he's had with Whitney. Mm-hmm. And he's just causing shit, dude. Yeah. And um, we see next a chat between Katie and Zach. And she comes undone. <laughs> she asks how the date was. And he says it was good. And he just like he makes it kind of like short. It was good. And he tells her because she's like, well, what did you say? How did it go? And he's like, you know, I told her kind of the same thing is like, what's going on here? And I said, it's early days. Nobody's closed off and that he's enjoying getting to know her. And Katie is trying to get out of him where his head is at. But girl, that head is empty. It's nowhere. He's just like, listen, I didn't even (laughs) think about Whitney until she. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like her whole thing is like. Oh, he told me he didn't want to get to know anybody, and now all of a sudden he wants to get to know Whitney. That's yeah, because, Whitney approached because him. he wasn't thinking about anything. <laughs> and then Whitney's like, hey, do you want to get to know me? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. And she tells Zach that Whitney was acting like a giddy schoolgirl, so he must have done something to make her feel that way. Uh, she is not capable of acting like that. No, Whitney, absolutely not. Especially not after one chat with a man. Mm-hmm. It would have to be an exceptional chat. I can't imagine that. And that's the thing, too. Like, even so when all the girls were talking about this date, mm-hmm. Katie was sitting there. She heard that they've only ever had two conversations. Correct. So she knows that they have not interacted before yesterday, mm-hmm. before last night. Mm-hmm. It's been 16 hours since Correct. the first time they've interacted together. We all know this now, including her. So She just, like, goes off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Katie says she's going to take a step back from how they are, but they'll continue to get to know each other. And he says, that's fine, because you're, you know, you're getting to know Mitch, too. And then she's like, uh, absolutely not. No, I'm not. Where did you hear that? And Zach's like, oh, uh, Mitch said something. And then she's immediately like, Mitch! <laughs> Mitch! 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 <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) And Mitch comes over and Katie asks if he said to Zach that she wanted to get to know him. And he says, no. He says, I have said it was open on my end. I didn't say that you necessarily wanted to get to know me. But I certainly said, like, that I'm open to that. Which I think is true. I think is true, too. I I think Zach panicked and was the one lying now. Yeah, I don't know. At least I don't I don't think I don't even think he thought he said that. I honestly think he was like, uh, I don't know. You're getting to know Mitch. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he goes, uh, yeah, Mitch said that. <laughs> well, because it's even if he if he didn't or if he is misremembering that, it's like it would be so easy for someone to believe that Mitch did say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so Zach is like, or uh, Mitch is denying it, which is honestly not something we see from Mitch very often at this point. He has been owning up to things in a very sad way lately and i believe him and i think zach i think zach lied 
I think so too, but he says broski in the most condescending way. Broski. <laughs> and he just laughs about it. Like like he is laughing at Mitch saying that he didn't do it because it's so easy to believe that mm-hmm. Mitch is lying or being snaky or whatever. But again, I do think Mitch is being honest here, but I I don't remember a chat where Mitch told Zach that Katie wanted to get to know him or that they were getting to know each other. Right. But you know, I've only got eight pages of notes. <laughs> something could have been lost. <laughs> and Katie is now just yelling about how she isn't about people who are not being honest and uh, people keeping her out of the loop. And she's just like unraveling. Like I said, she knows everything. <laughs> there is no other. There's, th- there's yeah. Nothing to be known. There's no hidden agenda here. Right. And we see Katie and Leah chat and Katie's crying and she's frustrating about she's frustrated about things happening behind her back, which aren't happening. And Leah says that Whitney needs to pull Katie for a chat. And I don't know why these two in particular think that Whitney needs to pull Katie. And if Katie has a problem, she can't pull Whitney. But they're like, no, Whitney should pull you. Whitney needs to pull me. Okay, then sit in it, dude. Like, sit in your dirty <laughs> diaper. Katie says that she feels like Whitney is being smug, which, again, I don't see. Granted, I'm a lover of Whitney. I'm trying to be, you know, as open-minded as possible about her, but I have not seen her being smug. Mm-hmm. And they also try to make it seem like Whitney is not a girl's girl because of this and uh quite frankly she's the she's the girlest of the girls yeah but i mean she's not a girl's girl in the way that like uh jesse from last season was who would Mm -hmm. support the girls no matter what just because they're girls no but whitney is there for her girls yeah 100 percent. and i think if she knew that there was some real potential with zach i think that she would pull katie but i don't think she knows that because again how many conversations have they had Uh, Sorry, I, was, I thought I was Maddy for a second. <laughs> and then that's the end of episode 25, and we're on to 26, same night. Uh, we see, at the beginning, we see Scott chat to Catherine, and Scott tells Catherine that he is going to grab everyone in front of the fire pit, lay everything out, get all of this tension resolved, and Catherine does not want him to do it with everyone. She's he doesn't. Like, he doesn't want. She doesn't want the girls involved, which I thought was weird. Yeah, but it's also like maybe she's like, I don't want to know if my friends are talking shit. Maybe so, because yeah, she's like, I don't think we need everyone. Like, I think the girls don't need to be involved in this. But Scott's like, I just want to talk to everyone all in one place and get it over with. So mm-hmm. he shouts for everyone to come to the fire pit. And he lets them know that he could hear everyone talking about him. And he's like, let's just air it out. Mm -hmm. And Ty says that people feel like he's playing a game and that he is over exaggerating his feelings about Catherine. He says he and he like, quote unquote, apologizes to for upsetting Catherine like that, but says that it's the majority of people who feel that way. And Scott's like, what have I done to make you feel that way? And they're like, everything, dude. It's the whole thing. It's just like what it seems like. Uh, They're like, it just seems like you're just with Catherine to be safe in the villa. And like, what? 
are we basing it on? So the only after like this whole drama, the only thing that they can point to is that one thing that I thought I again, I thought it was weird. We both did where he had a chat with Leah and Leah's like, hey, you seem to get, like really like Catherine. Like, what's up with us? And he's like, I am leaning towards Catherine, but I still want to get to know you. And mm-hmm. then like immediately goes up and kisses Catherine. Yeah, on the it was terrace. a weird move. The same the same terrace that uh ty brought fucking katie up to and begged her to fucking pick him right but you know whatever what do i know why is that relevant oh it isn't okay (laughs) yeah it is weird and Catherine even says because she she seems to know about this she's like listen i told him that if it had been like he had this chat with leah and she was like i'm not interested and then he goes to kiss her she would have felt completely differently and i get that i Mm -hmm. think that would have looked way worse I just think what he did looks weird. I don't get it, but I don't think it looks bad. Yeah. And Sammy says that because Scott got to know Leah and Katie, barely, he barely got to know Katie. And then it didn't go so well. And then he locked it down with Catherine, which he did not, by the way. Him and Catherine are not closed off. They haven't had that conversation. It went pretty well, I think. Even though Sammy did the same fucking thing. And you know what? Who did it like almost exactly? Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Tyreek got to know Leah. Mm-hmm. And so then, much so that she picked him. Yeah. He flirted with her so much that she felt the need to pick him. That was the person who gave her the most attention. And then had way more flirty banter and talk with Katie than fucking Scott ever did. Please pick me. And then and then Tyreek actually did lock it down with Ella. Like after. After he didn't get picked. After he threw a fucking temper tantrum about not getting picked to the point where he was like, I missed the game. But Scott's the one playing. It's just bullshit. It's just like annoying to watch them all have the same hive mind bullshit and none of them be able to back it up in a way that doesn't point to them also. Right. Yeah. We're doing the exact same thing. They're all just at one point, they all just start like screaming over each other. They're all just yelling and Tyreek eventually just walks off. And then all the boys walk off. Then all the girls walk off. They're still screaming. And then Katie goes, no, me now. Exactly. Me now. Katie's like, wait a second. None of that was about me. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck were we just doing? Mm -hmm. And she's like complaining and being like, I'm sick of people whispering, blah, 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 blah. Like, listen, none. Nobody was whispering about you just now because it wasn't about you. And then Whitney can tell that she's talking about her. She's like walking away. Uh. A little bit further off and she's like listen if you have something to say like just let me know like let's talk about it and katie's like you are supposed to pull me <laughs> again i don't understand why i don't and you're literally crying right now just say it just, <laughs> just say what you gotta say. say it and she's just like how come i'm like the last to know that you fancy zach which again she has never said that she fancies him she's just getting to know him and, and you already know you know how I know you know? Because I watched you find out. <laughs> yeah. She's running off crying. She's so entitled to attention. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's so well, crazy. Yeah. She's got to fucking earn her keep. <laughs> yeah. She's not looking like a good fun alum at the moment for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the girl said and Katie says that Zach never said that he fancied Whitney. And that she had to squeeze out of him how the date went. 
And and then because, she was lying. She's like, he was just saying, yeah, it was all right. It was fine, which is not what he said. And also, to be fair, he didn't say anything, but he didn't say all right. And also, like, she has this thought that it was like this amazing date. She has this perception of Whitney coming back from the date glowing because it went so well. And like, she just had a good date. That was it. It wasn't like she didn't come back being like, there's uh, there's sparks and there's like all of like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I honestly thought it was a pretty awkward date and that Whitney was doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's anyone talking to Zach. Mm-hmm. It was and Whitney just... talking to most people also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just a really annoying conversation, and I was very over Katie. And then the boys come over to Scott, and... They just talk some bullshit about squashing the beef between them all. And it feels like fake horseshit, to be honest. Tyreek says he doesn't want him to feel alienated and that people just have opinions. And this kind of smells like a producer telling him to say this Mm -hmm. to me. Um, But whatever. I mean, I'm all in favor of this not being a fucking issue. So (laughs) if it stops being one, great. And we see another fucking girls chat that is just centered around Katie who just says more of the same thing about how she feels like Zach downplayed this date. And again, that she had to like rip it out of him. What a good date it actually was, which isn't what happened. She goes on and on about being out of the loop. And the girls all just say like, well, let's just make a, an effort and a pact here to be open and communicative with each other because the boys are always going to downplay things because we know that's how they are. Will that solve an issue for Katie? Probably not, but it's the end of this conversation for now. And I was happy to see it go. (laughs) Bye. -bye. (laughs) And we have a, (laughs) we have this weird conversation between Zach and Montel where Zach is just talking about the situation between him and Katie. And it just keeps cutting to Montel who didn't say a word, but it's just him blinking. We get it cut to him like, four times and i'm like why did we bother like seeing this like what was the point to prove that he isn't talking to a wall i guess (laughs) like yeah we could have just done with a wide shot sure (laughs) and then we see Catherine and scott chat scott says that he feels better after the conversation Catherine says ty has showed her in the past that he cared but the fact that he was just saying this stuff kind of behind her back and not pulling her makes her think there was no real concern ever that Scott was playing a game because she feels like Tyreek would have pulled her and actually told her that. Right. To try to protect her from being hurt. And Scott thanks Catherine for standing up with him with the situation. So I think it's going so well for them. I love it. Yeah, hopefully. Stop. I can I can say hopefully. I know. I am hoping. And at bedtime, we see Katie in bed tell Zach that he needs to be a little more honest. Because, again, she still feels like she had to pull from him what the date was actually like. It was so crazy. It's so annoying. And I Honestly, thought, I'm over it. Okay, how about that? <laughs> I thought after this, I was like... Because Zach talks about this the next morning in the debriefs a little bit, too. He, like, brings up how... She, like, called him dishonest and bad. He's like, I just rolled over. I was like, okay, he's over it, right? Because, like, Mm. who the fuck wants to put up with somebody like this? But, spoiler alert, he's not. 
Most of the debriefs, though, in the next morning are just recaps of the drama from the night before. We see Zach and Katie chat, and Zach says he wants to clear the air with her. He says he wants to continue to get to know with her, get to know her, wants to keep her in the loop, of course. And he says the reason that he hasn't said that much about the Whitney thing is because there isn't that much there. They've had two chats, which, again, we've been screaming about for the past. How long is this episode so far? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. 70 minutes. Um. But I am just I'm surprised because he says he likes the direction in which this is going, which seems crazy to me because the direction seems poor, not fun. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you got wrong directions <laughs> and now you're uh, on a dirt road heading to a serial killer's house. <laughs> we see a chat with Leanne Montel. Montel says he likes Leah a lot. It's just this is another one of those chats where I feel like he's wanting some confirmation from Leah that she's on the same page. And I don't, it's not like I feel like Leah's not giving him anything. I feel like Leah's reciprocating the fact that she thinks it's going really well. But it's just weird the way he's like, he's like, I find myself caring about you a lot more. And it's getting hard to control my emotions and all this stuff. And it's like, what are you talking about, first of all? But. Yeah, it's a little corny. <laughs> Even, and she's like, okay, then don't. <laughs> like, I want to see those emotions. Wow, that makes me feel really bad that you're trying to <laughs> stop caring about me. Um, and then Jess gets a text that they're going to have a VIP performance from who? Neo. So exciting. So sick of love songs. So sad and slow. I love Neo. Every yeah. five seconds since it was said and we were watching it, I was like, I hope he I hope he performs Miss Independent. And he doesn't. Yes, he did. Oh, he did. For like two seconds right, we right, heard right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the next thing we see is nighttime and we see Neo walk in in their performance and he's got backup dancers, which was fun. And and at this point, we're like, I'm pretty sure Casa's tonight. Like, how are they going to transition from the dance party with the famous person into Casa? Oh. We had no idea. My God, they did I, such a good job. Whoever produced this segment, give them a raise. 10 out of 10. We it was were so good. So into it. So they do a selfie after the after Neo's done performing. He's like, let me do a selfie with everyone. And then he's like, I want to do a selfie with the girls out front. He brings them out front. He kidnaps them. There's a van. <sighs> There's a van that pulls up that says Casa VIP. The girls are kind of like screaming right away. And Catherine screams, get in the fucking car. <laughs> and it's so funny. As they're getting in the car, Neo's just like on. <laughs> <laughs> He's just on the walkway doing Neo dances, like grabbing his head. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. That's... He's just like, I got some downtime. I guess I'll practice. <laughs> And at this point, the boys go from, like, hearing screams to hearing nothing. Yeah. So they run outside, out front, and they see nothing. This part was so sick. It was so good. And then they they go back in, you know, the backyard, and they're like, I wonder where they could have went. And then off in the distance, in the darkness, they turn on all the lights at Casa. Which you can see clear as day across the way. Yeah. Unobstructed view. It's far enough away that you can't, like see faces or anything but like right. the way it lights up and you can so perfectly see a villa like where a you didn't see one before kinda. was so good it was like something out of stephen king's it we both got chills yeah a little bit it was so good even just like the the view of all of their backs 
and then like the night and then just the villa in the distance Turns i was on like all the light. it was oh so sick my god and so at this point they know what's going on they know what's going on oh my god so the girls arrive to casa more and they get to the backyard and they can practically like see the boys they can definitely hear them and the new uh the new casa looks honestly kind of sick the girls sit down in the backyard to talk about, like, kind of the test situation and all that and what yeah, the boys are going to be doing back at the they're house. They're talking to Jess, and they're like, oh, well, you've never had a test yet. And Leah's like, let's not use those words. <laughs> She's so past done with the whole test thing. Mm-hmm. And back at the villa, Tyreek says that he's already setting himself up to be able to act up at casa i know because he's like ella's not gonna trust me so she'll act up so he's giving himself then permission right. to act up he knows ella's not gonna yeah act let's up. let's think about this for a second do you think ella would act up in retaliation or maybe she would just be really upset that you acted up yeah that one but he's already like dude i am cheating on her <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I won't. I will not be. Okay. Put it no. on the record. Well, we're going to get to our predictions. Yeah. Um, but we do get our Casa Boys. So it's we. It's a bit of a. It kind of sounds like you're thum- summoning Cthulhu. <laughs> With all the names. Yeah. Um, and I apologize because I, I know we just watched this, but I didn't write down anything phonetic. So, um... so the first boy. Um, and again, I didn't write anything down phonetically, so I think it's Elum? Elom? Elum? Elum. He's 22. He's from North London. He's a personal trainer. He, I think, is cute. Uh, yeah. Does he have a bad hairline, though? You're looking at a photo of him, aren't you? I am. In my mind, I can't remember if he has a bad hairline, but I think he had a cute face. He has a a pretty pushback hairline. Yeah, does he? I thought he might. Why don't they just shave it all at that point? I don't know. Um, next is Loken. Loken, I thought. Loken. I don't know. He's 25. He's from London, and he's an account manager. I don't think Loken is bad. I think he's kind of cute. Um, he's okay. Zachary, who's 27. He's in tech sales. He's from Manchester. He's not my cup of tea. He seems like a little man. He seems like a he seems like a little guy. I said this when we were watching. Um, he kind of reminds me of people who have done well in the villa in the pe- like in past earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. Like something about him, uh, but like maybe the a little bit more like how he looks kind of like more posh. But I don't think this is going to be a season necessarily where it works out for him. But I could be very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody, who is twenty, K O D I E, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's from Birmingham and he's a social media, uh, something he works in social media. I think he said, and you know, youngest, uh, Casa boy by far youngest boy in the villa period. I don't know that there's any girls that young. No, I think he was, he's not like a bad looking kid, but like he's a kid. So I can't even in good conscience. I feel like say like, Oh, he's cute or not cute. He looks like a child to me. Ozzy? Uzi, I think. Uzi. He's 28. He's a footballer slash model. I think he's very cute. And then the last one is Ben, 26, 
from London, and he's a personal trainer. And he looks like he uh, he has um, a skeleton face. Yeah, he has a very severe bone structure. This man is in a calorie <laughs> deficit. <laughs> He, I, I think he did a water cut before oh, they shot no. this video because he is looking gaunt. <laughs> um, he's cut, but in the face. Yeah, that's what happens when uh, when bodybuilders get ready for um, for get ready for uh, like a sh- a show. Uh-huh. They cut all liquids and then they because they want to look vascular as hell. Oh and the way God. you look vascular is you get dehydrated. Right. So then their face looks extremely gaunt because they're at like two percent body fat, oh, no dear. water. And so their face gets really gaunt. And then the more you do that, the more shows you go to, the more that's just kind of how your face looks. Especially if you also abuse steroids and you get (laughs) thicker jawline and thicker brow line. Yeah, he had a very thick kind of like jawline. I think this man uh, does Well, he's a personal trainer, so I guess. Oh, I was just saying like maybe he does. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he competes. I don't know if he does steroids, but. If he competes, he does steroids. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Kind of how it works. (laughs) um so we see the new boys enter and then we see like a little sneak peek of the new casa girls walking in and Mm -hmm. of course in the back the crowd parts and we see molly is coming back which we knew was happening we knew you thought you thought you fooled us (laughs) that's what we said when we were watching it (laughs) do you want to know the names of the casa girls oh the names are hold on let me pull up i want to see okay well there's Abby. Hold on, I want to see. Well, let me just say it. Okay, you got okay. to say the boys. Let me say the girls. Okay, go ahead. There's Abby. She's the blonde. She's cute. Mm-hmm. There's Amber, who's very cute. Yeah, Amber's cute. Uh, Danielle, also mm-hmm. very cute. Gabby. Mm-hmm. And of course Molly. And then Tink. And I think Tink was the girl in the front that I was like, I was going to say, I didn't know if it was Gabby or Tink because you saw the one girl in the front and you're like, ooh, who's she? I think it was Tink. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any Casa girls jump out at you at first here? Tink. Tink? Tink. And obviously Molly. Yeah. You thought you were so slick. We all fucking knew. What the fuck is Tink supposed to be short for? Tinkerbell. Stop. Anyways. Stinky. (laughs) Can you imagine? Short for stinky. I think Danielle's really cute. Oh my god, Danielle. Amber is really cute too. Yeah, they're all pretty cute. Yeah. So that is the end of this week. So before we get into some of our predictions, mm-hmm. we will be back with an episode on Sunday right after the first episode of Casa. Yep. So we'll have just an extra episode in your feeds talking about the first episode of, you know, all of the new girls coming in, the girls meeting the boys and um, kind of going from there because it's going to be a lot to talk about with so many new people. So, yeah, that one will keep separate. And probably, depending on how it lines up, hopefully that's going to be the only extra episode. Unless there's like Casa Ends on a Thursday or something. Yeah, because the recoupling, we want to make sure we get an episode out right after the recoupling. So hopefully Mm -hmm. that will match up to the end of our schedule week. But if not, it will be its own episode as well. Yep. Um, So let's talk about some predictions. We started to talk when we were watching. So let's go through the boys. What do you think Sammy's going to do? 
Um, I am hopeful. I think he's going to... Here's what I think. I don't think he would cross a line that other people would consider a line. But What do you mean by that? Like, I think he's going to be very flirty. Yeah. I think he might do think a he might cheeky have a kiss. cuddle in bed. I don't yeah. know if he's going to kiss. I think he'll kiss. I don't know if he'll kiss, but he might. Um, I think most people would be okay with what he does, but not Jess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not Jess. I do think that he's not going to be the worst of them. I think feels to me very obvious who the worst of them will be. Mm-hmm. But um I do think that Sammy's gonna fuck up. Yeah. Um and with that we'll go right to Tyreek who is absolutely gonna fuck up. And I'll eat my words, you know, if I'm wrong. Yeah, I it's one of those things where if he doesn't fuck up, he's gonna wear it like a badge of honor. I can't I can't, I literally can't imagine a reality where he doesn't fuck up i know but if he doesn't it's gonna be like his whole thing like <laughs> like see i didn't cheat on you at casa like uh-huh. who cares dude? that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> anyway who's next um scott mm, i think you know i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and i think he's gonna be good I really hope so. I think that these Casa girls are going to come really hard for Scott. I think they're really going to try to test him. We'll see. (sighs) Montel. I think Montel will probably be fine. I think going to be straight and narrow. I think so, too. Um, (laughs) Mitchell? (laughs) Mitchell is going to be like the guy who goes... He's going to see Molly. Okay, so uh, when I was living in Albany, uh, when I was living in Albany, I went to barber school, Uh and there was this one guy that we went to. And it was really funny because it was like me, two two other guys, and then like a bunch of like felons, like people like fresh out of jail. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to barbers, you, you can be a barber, and it's like um, one of the only jobs that you can make a good living at that doesn't require like a background check or like mm. you know experience or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you still want to be a felon, it's a cash <laughs> it's a cash only only business a lot of times, right? Right. So. If you still want to be a felon. <laughs> so, but this is one guy who wasn't uh, from that ilk. Mm-hmm. And he, but he was a, the biggest goober. <laughs> and he was talking about how he went to Hooters and the waitress really liked him. And I was like, nah. everyone was like, nah, nah, nah. This sounds like Michael Scott energy. Yeah. And he was like, no, you don't get it. She sat down next to me and she wrote her name on the napkin with a little heart. Oh my god! Um, that's gonna be Mitch because these <laughs> girls are gonna be, uh, you know, Costa girls want to get in the villa. Yeah, someone's gonna see him as a free meal ticket. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to see. It's gonna be about which one of them has the most patience, <laughs> and he's gonna really believe that they're into him. Yeah, he will. Unfortunately, but I think honestly, he's gonna try to play the game of like. I see Molly and nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I you heard me before. I think he yeah. was already playing the Molly Long game, even though she was already gone. <laughs> Good old Molly Long game. <laughs> and what do you think Zach is gonna do? I don't Especially care. Especially <laughs> with Molly being there. I don't care, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's fine. He's nothing. He. <laughs> I don't know. It's been early days with everyone, so True. I don't know. Couldn't care. I don't care. Um, what do you think about him? 
I I don't know. I hope Molly comes in pissed at him. Like, I hope she comes in and isn't like, I missed you. I've been waiting for you. Like, the way she left the villa being like, mm-hmm. I just want Zach to know I'm waiting for him. Like, I hope she doesn't come in with that energy. I want her to come in, and I almost want her to just go hard for Mitch just to get back in the villa. Ugh, I feel bad for Mitch now, though. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch needs a dumb girl. Give Mitch a dumb girl. (laughs) But I don't know that any of these Casa girls will be dumb girls. I really think they're pushing for Molly to win, so I hope she doesn't come back. I hope she doesn't make it back. I don't want her to win, but... I hope she doesn't make it back. You don't want her to make back in the villa at all? No, I don't think so. Maybe it is. I think it's like she doesn't. awesome that she's here. I think it's yeah. like pretty. It's gonna cause shit. Yeah. But I think it would cause even more shit if nobody picks her. Yeah. Although Mitch would fucking pick her yeah. in a second. It's hard to say because if one of these girls is at all motivated to get in the villa and they just lay it on just a little bit with Mitch, they're good as gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on the girls' side. I think that obviously Whitney's going to play the field. I hope that mm-hmm. all of these men give her so much attention. Yeah. And I don't know about anyone else. It seems like maybe oh, Jess, Jess I think will is going to act up. some waters. I don't know if she's going to cross a line, though. I don't know. I think she might. I don't think Ella will. I don't think Leah Ella will. will. Ella won't. Sorry. Leah. Leah, I think, I think also will. the boys are going to really like. I think they're really going to test the waters. What's well, a whole new uh, set of eyes to contact? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Catherine will be good. Yeah. So we'll see. It uh, The Casa girls, the new girls that come in, always get a lot more play than the Casa boys that come in. Mm-hmm. The girls are just, they just don't give them as much time of day. So we'll see. But I do think they have a better chance. Some Nobody's locked down officially besides Ella. So I guess we'll see. I guess we will. Yes, we will. That's the end. Well, cool. Who's your favorite? The end. Oh. Scott and Catherine, you can have them. Ooh, no, hold on. Wait. No, you already claimed them. Sorry. I did not. <laughs> Fine, I'll take them. Okay. Who are yours? Uh, <laughs> Mitch. You're going to say Mitch. <laughs> and Whitney. Mitch and Whitney. What a pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, it's a power couple. No. I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. if somehow at the end of this season, Mitch and Whitney are standing up there in the finale, I would vote for them in a second. That's fucking hilarious. It wouldn't happen. But what I'm if it did? really, at this point, pushing for if Whit finds... A connection in Casa, period. She's going to be in the top three. Yeah, I think that too. And I really think they want Molly to be back in that top three too. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't want, even though I do think it'd be, it'd be interesting for her to get back in the villa, I do not want Molly in the winner's circle at all. Mm-mm. Not having already been sent home. Which was God, such a great moment. I don't want it to have meant nothing. You yeah, know what it's I mean? like it's like when you're when you kill someone in a movie and then they come back. Mm. Not fair. That happens in General Hospital all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. happens in uh, uh, comic books a lot. You want to do a General Hospital podcast? It nah. also airs every single day. <laughs> 
It's you been do... doing that for like 50 years. Can you believe that? I can. Those things are probably fucking, they probably spend $50 an episode. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you uh, on Sunday. Monday morning. Yeah. Yep. 5 a.m. Monday morning. There's going to be a new episode. Be there. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.